Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are hanging out with you today. Yeah. Hey, Hey, how's it going? All right. So Holly, you asked the question, what's your favorite teen movie? Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. Why are we asking? Well, I want to tickle everyone's nostalgia because mine was tickled this morning when Ooh, I came congrats. across it. Thank you. <laughs> felt really nice. I but bet. BuzzFeed did that to me this morning because they provided this wonderful listicle of 33 teen movie insults and retorts. Oh, nice. That were so good, we still quote them today. And I love it. So it was going through all of these great movies. I mean, like, I will, including but not limited to Mean Girls, Clueless, yes. Heathers, She's All That, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Napoleon Dynamite. Ten things I hate about you. I mean, just and you were like, ding, ding, ding. ding. Yes, I love all of those. Yes, yes. So that just—I want to know what people's favorite teen movie is. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We can just have a wonderful nostalgia zone chat. I like it. I like it. So what? What also is interesting? Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I just I, now I'm scrolling through and I'm seeing all my favorites, mostly from Heather's. Some of which I can't actually say um on the air yes that's uh, the thing too so naughty mm-hmm. <laughs> that one is a sharp teen movie heathers has oh. an edge to it that makes it so lovely well yes it's super dark yes but it is not on the list of ones that i'm able to show my kids soon mm-hmm. which some of them you know we've done napoleon dynamite we've done some of the movies but but what i found interesting holly is that you um you you come to this place to have your nostalgia tickled because at home um you have a different kind of intersection with teen movies yeah because my nostalgia zone if it was a venn diagram between myself and my husband it would not cross there would be no venn diagram i'm a millennial (laughs) he's a gen x guy and so when i'm like what if we watch, uh, um, um, what if we want to watch Mean Girls? He'd be like, what? What even is that? What is that? I don't know. I was 35 when that movie came out. I He's have like, no nostalgia well, you, for that. I'll watch Spicoli. Which is tragic. Well, I will, but see, here's the thing. And here's, you my will beef. Too. here's my beef about the nostalgia zone is that I can vibe in his nostalgia zone. Yep. He can't quite vibe in mine. Which is rude. Which is rude. You know, it would be nice of him to visit, but I don't know if he'd understand it. So who do we have on the line? What is your favorite teen movie? 651-641-1071. Who do we have, Hals? Let's go to Annie. Hi, Annie. Annie, what was your favorite teen movie? 16 Candles. Oh, it's so good. I know. I also am a Gen Xer, and this makes me feel so old. I saw 16 Candles at Harmar at those theaters. Yes. And I stayed right there and watched it a second time. Nobody said a thing. I love it. (laughs) That is so awesome. You got a little BOGO action, Annie. I did. 
That is so awesome. Annie, thank you for your call. I got to say, 16 Candles is like, if that, I'm, I, I am worried, though, that it doesn't hold up for a couple of reasons. Well, Colleen, I'm here to one tell you. One very specific yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Well, there are lots of reasons why that movie perhaps is not one that has aged like a fine wine. It's yeah. aged more like a stinky cheese and not the good I, kind of like yeah. triple cream stank. That is that is a movie that. Um, well, two things. One, you're going to want to pre-watch it before you show it, decide to show it to kids. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't want to go with your nostalgic gut with that one. Yeah. But also, it is one that you're going to watch only because you have a nostalgic connection to it. Well, it'll be Because in- there are so many issues with it. Right. You know, and it would be fascinating, too. I mean, that kind of goes back to... You know, you you see a list like this. What's your favorite teen movie? And there are clearly some a couple of these movies that I can point to and be like, yes, I love it very much. Like I can look at Clueless and I can be like, yes, I love it very much. I've rewatched it recently and it holds up. And then there are other ones, you know, I would make the argument like a 16 Candles. You watch it and the general attitude towards it is. Yeah. Like Ooh. just sucking through your teeth. Just is just sucking through it. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your favorite teen movie? Do we have any other callers yet? No, we don't. Okay, fine. Fine. Then I want to know what your favorite teen movie is, Holly. Well, you know, looking at this list, I never actually considered it a teen movie. But now that we can consider it a teen movie, I'm going with Napoleon Dynamite. It's so good. It is that movie is so good. And you, I don't know. Now, Colleen, have you shown that to your kids? Yes. Yep. We, we did do Napoleon Dynamite. It is so good. And here's the other thing. The, like, the, the, in the watching of it, they had the reaction they were supposed to have, which was, what is this? Right? Like, the whole time you're watching it, you have a thousand questions. Right. Do they, do they mean, like, what time period does this take place in? Where are we? What exactly is happening? (laughs) What is the deal with that person? You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many, like, what is this actually about? But when you get through the whole movie, at the end, they all were like, this is a great movie. And I said, this is, that's the thing with this movie. It's like, you're scratching your head a lot of the time. Yeah. But it's really just a good movie. You're right, though. I didn't think of it as a teen movie. And I don't know that I would put it at the top of my list of teen movies, at the top of my list of teen movies is Clueless. Yes. For sure. That is definitely in my top five. And then another one that I, I need to drop in here that I think I'm actually going to put above Clueless is Bring It On. Ooh, good one. I love that movie. Yes. It's good. It's good. Can we bring go to it the on phone? two? Not as much. Oh, yeah. Mm, direct to yeah. video. Exactly. 651 641 1071. Do we have any other callers? Holly? Oh, yeah. The calls are coming in. Let's go to Tina. Hello, Speak. Tina. Tina. Tina, what's your. Tina, get me some ham. Right. Just kidding. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Tina. My what's your favorite. favorite teen movie? My favorite would be The Breakfast Club. Oh, so good. That very, is a very good show. Oh, and the best part about it, Tina, if you ask me, is the very last like minute where the yes. where the principal is reading the letter. Oh, I get goosebumps it, when I think about it. Yes, it 
just gave me goosebumps as well. No, right? yeah, Judd Nelson so putting his fist up in the air. Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Tina, you, you tickled he, all of our nostalgia. <laughs> when he gives her the earring. Yeah, yes, so much. Thank you, Tina. So good. Oh, Tina, thank you. Seriously, that is a movie that um, when it's on TV, I like. I want to watch it all the way through. Yeah, because it's so good and it gets you in such a good spot every time. Who else do we have on the line, Holly? Let's go to Amy. Hello, Amy. Amy, what is your favorite teen movie, Amy? Um, girls just want to have fun. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot about that one. I have not seen that in a hundred years. So Amy, what's the premise of Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Um, it's just a group of high school girls like Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt when they're in high school. And the one girl just wants to dance and her parents won't let her. And she enters a dance competition and then she falls in love with the, her partner. Of course. You could not see that coming. <laughs> That's like one of my favorites, so I always watch it. Like I love it. Oh, it's so, that oh. is so good. I gotta go back and watch that one. Thank you for your yeah. call. Thank you, Amy. I gotta go yeah. back and watch that one again. It's been like a thousand years. Like literally, I think I haven't seen that since I was before I was a teenager. You know, I don't think I've seen that one. That is a it's, blind spot. It's it it, but it is a it is Sarah Jessica Parker and. Like a lot of people might not realize that she was a really good dancer. So um, I remember wanting to be her. Like I wanted to have her outfits in that movie. And it, it didn't. It's the. It didn't. It, it didn't. I was gonna say didn't, didn't make it that she you. was that she was Annie too. That you well, wanted to be her. Oh, trust me. <laughs> um, who gets the final word on this, Holly? You know what? Tara's gonna get the final word on this one. All today. right, Tara. What was your favorite teen movie? Hi, Tara. Hi, how are you guys? Good. Good. So I'm in the car and I'm listening and I'm going, oh my God, what? I forgot the name of it. And then all of a sudden Holly says it and then you two start talking about it. I'm going, yeah. And that's why I love that movie. Well, which movie is (laughs) it? Which one? Napoleon. Oh, okay. Napoleon Dynamite. I can watch that over, no matter how old I get, I can watch that over and over. Yes. Yeah, it is I mean, such... it, it just was good. <laughs> it is. It's just a good darn movie. Thank you, and Tara. Have a great day. it came out in a time of, you know, too many bad ones. So Right. I hope people And it was listen. unique. Yeah. It was unique. Yes. Thank you, Tara. Thanks, Have a great Tara. day. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to do another Here's What We're Watching Live. Holly watched a series on Amazon Prime that I've been dying to hear about it. I haven't had the chance to watch it yet. It's called Lula Rich. Holly's going to tell us about it when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Okay, I'm really excited to hear about this movie that you watched, Holly, on Amazon Prime. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Oh, yes. And um, Holly, when we talk about TV, we forgot to do this a little bit earlier. Oh, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. We do a little here's what we're watching live. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's, here's What We're Watching Live. Oh, uh, yeah. We like to sit in front of the boob tube and watch some things. And I watched this in one boob tube sitting, the four-part docuseries called Lula Rich on Amazon Prime. Okay, so... This um, is on my must-watch list um, because I can tell from the title that this must be about 
the controversy surrounding LuLaRoe, the um, multi-level marketing, or the, I believe we would call it direct sales business. I'm just going to call it an MLM. It's a multi-level marketing situation, however you want to call it. I mean, that is the business model. So LuLaRoe, you might have heard it. You might have seen it on your social media at some point in the in the 2010s, because that's really when this organization and this business reached its peak. And it's leggings and casual clothing, soft leggings, leggings with fun patterns, shirts, et cetera, outfits, if you will. And uh, it's about the rise and fall of this particular company. And the story is told over four, I would say, 40, approximately 45 minute episodes. And if you're interested in these kinds of um, cultural machinations and stories, then, you know, you're going to want to watch Lula Rich. So this yeah. what do we learn? I'm very I'm get let's go down and dirty with this. Yeah. So we learned that this organization started essentially from the founders. They started selling clothes at discounts at flea markets. And then they go on to be like, wow, I could really sell some maxi skirts out of the trunk of my car. And then it goes (laughs) on. No, seriously. It's like and then I could get people to have parties to sell these maxi skirts and then it moves on into the realm of leggings and then it moves on to be this behemoth company selling leggings and other uh, fashion accessories throughout the country through multi-level marketing business structures and it gets really big really fast and then it gets real messy okay so and i have to be honest like i am not I know that something messy happened, but I don't know what the messy thing was that happened. Well, there were yeah, there were a lot of messy things, and the docu series does a good job of getting into some messy things, but then it kind of neglects other parts of the messy thing. Mm. So at one point in time, Lularoe became really big, and at some point they switched the manufacturer of their leggings. And then sellers of these leggings started to notice the drop in quality. Like Ah, there would be holes in them. They would stink. They would literally smell. They would be moldy. They would be stuck with thousands of dollars of inventory that they couldn't sell. And so then it was like, well, what do we do with these things? Also internal pressures, culture pressures from, you know, for example, the co-founder of LuLaRoe was soft hinting at getting people to do weight loss surgery in Tijuana because she did it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's a part of the story where you're like, okay, all right. (laughs) All righty then. All righty then. You know, and this is a story in Lula Rich, you know, they go for some of the more salacious aspects of the storytelling, but this is such a, a, such a large story, Colleen of the place of MLMs in our larger culture. And, you know, if you've listened to a podcast like The Dream, they get into that a little bit. But there there is so much here that I think in the service of telling a, a dramatic story that gets left out in Lula Rich. Now, I did see somebody mention um, a culture critic that I, I love so much. I think everybody should follow her. Her name is Anne Helen Peterson. You know, one of the things she pointed out is that, well, this docu series, Lula Rich, aired on Amazon Prime. 
perhaps mm-hmm. they didn't want to get into the supply chain and the manufacturing stuff in a way that would perhaps, oh, sure. you know, mm, start, alienate yeah, an audience. Or like lead you, lead you down rabbit holes, perhaps, that they mm-hmm. don't want you to. So there's, there's just a lot of stuff uh, in this docuseries that gets left out for the sake of, of storytelling. But, you know, it's a good entry point, I think, into this world if you're not familiar with it. Well, it is really interesting. And the other thing that I find interesting and I bet is sort of um, explained or, or highlighted in Lula Rich on Amazon Prime is the fact that, you know, it seems like some of these things come at you almost overnight. Yeah. And it's all I'm always curious how that happens. So, like you said, they start with flea markets, then they're selling them out of the back of a van and then suddenly they're you know uh doing the multi-level thing and then and then it's in everybody like i I dare you women of america to find me a person who doesn't know somebody who was sporting the lula yeah and right right and one of the things that led to its uh very quick rise to popularity and to power was social media people could have parties on facebook on Facebook Live, you could be doing all of this direct sales stuff just right there. I don't, it's really fascinating. We didn't have a lot of time to really get into the stuff really in depth. But you know what? It, I recommend Lula Rich if this is something that you want to investigate. I am super going to watch that as soon as humanly possible. But when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 107.1. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are hanging with you. And I don't know about you, Holly, but I'm having a generous feeling inside. Are you? Yes. Oh, yeah. We are going to give something away. Rachel, tell us what we're giving away. We're giving away those two tickets. I'll go ahead, honey. But you got to turn on your mic before. <laughs> We're giving away two tickets to Straight No Chaser at Mystic Showroom. All right. And what's the date on that? Um, just a second. I got to Oh, it's all good. To, um, Friday, October 22nd. Amazing. 651-641-1071. Uh, give us a call. We are going to give those tickets away to caller number. Holly, what number? Why don't we do caller number three? Let's do caller number three. 651-641-1071 for those tickets to straight no chaser. All right. Now let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present... CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Oh, indeed it does. They are to your right, they are to your left, and hopefully when you're looking in the mirror, there isn't one looking right back at you. Oftentimes, we find those crazy stupid idiots in the state of... Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places like... Like Durham, North Carolina. Oh, you don't say North Carolina. What's going on in North Carolina? Um, we've got, uh, uh, somebody who wanted some attention, which is, uh-huh. you know, not uncommon, <laughs> but they wanted some attention. Um, and, uh, this person wanted attention in their car. They were driving oh. a red Cadillac, which okay. is a very nice automobile, which is going to grab you some attention. A lovely car. 
a lovely car. Now, this person who wanted attention in their red Cadillac wanted it in the middle of the night. So that's kind of a problem. One mm-hmm. forty-five in the morning. Oof. Most people are asleep by that time. I know I am and have been for a long time. Thank you. So they wanted attention. They decided that they wanted attention by driving circles in a parking lot and going, ah! <laughs> I want attention. Look at me. I'm in my red Cadillac driving in circles. We had a name for that. Um, I can't say it on the air, though. Um, it had something to do with whipped cream, I think. Thank you. You're correct. Y- yes. Yes. <laughs> there was a name for that. Well, that's uh-huh. what that person was doing. They were making whipped cream in a parking lot. <laughs> with their red Cadillac. With their red Cadillac. And oh boy, oh boy, did they get attention. But they got the attention of a person that I don't think they probably wanted attention from. It was an officer uh, on foot. Judy Tenuta? Oh, okay. Judy Tenuta? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, Judy Tenuta is in a parking lot at 1.45 <laughs> in the morning in Durham, North Carolina, playing her accordion. <laughs> I mean, now that would be I don't a know. I was just trying to think, like, who wouldn't you want attention from? Although I would want Judy Tenuta's attention, but that's not why we're here. Um, so it was the cops. It was a cop. Yeah, it was a cop. It was a cop. Okay. They got that the attention of a cop who was walking around <laughs> on the beat, 1.45 in the morning, now, the cop was nice about it, was like, hey, can you stop making whipped cream in the parking lot, please? <laughs> However, the driver doubled down and taunted the officer because they continued to drive slowly in and around the park police vehicle while flashing mm-hmm. their headlights. They're like, okay. well, OK, I'm going to stop making whipped cream in the parking lot, but I'm going to be a jerk and you're going to look at me. OK, driving slowly flashing his lights okay so i don't know what happens next in the story but i can make an educated guess that the cop did not find that cute and or funny no because they called on their friends and the red mm. cadillac was boxed in and stopped by two cruisers Oof. now coming it's no surprise colleen can you guess the state of the driver oh i were drugs or alcohol involved yeah they were totally drunk totally okay. drunk <laughs> obviously obviously that we don't know who this was but they were arrested for impaired driving because yeah because yeah. they were impaired yeah and you they know were what? driving and i'm sorry i'm sorry that i left out this crucial element of the Uh-oh. story the parking lot that they were making whipped cream in mm-hmm. was the parking lot of the Durham Police Department. Okay, okay. So, yep, mm-hmm. that's like next level stupidity. That's just like, look at me. I want attention. Like, Arrest so me. So bad. Try I want it me. so bad. I tried doing this in the high V uh, parking lot and nobody came. And so I'm going to get a little closer to the cops. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Nobody paid attention to me at the Harris Teeter. Yes. <laughs> so now I'm going to go to the police station and do that. Okay. okay. All right. Bye. Well, you got attention. Um, Your story was told by Two Boobs in Minneapolis. You're welcome. Which is the you're name welcome. of our Enjoy. restaurant. Exactly. Enjoy. Enjoy. It's a restaurant. Yes. It's a restaurant. <laughs> Enjoy enjoy your, your few minutes of fame, friend of ours in Raleigh, North Carolina. Now we will travel to Indiana. I don't know where in Indiana. It doesn't matter. Maybe yeah. Gary. Maybe Indianapolis. I'm not sure. sure. Okay. There's a lot going on in this story. Um, first of all, uh, okay. So th- it starts with a 56-year-old Donald Ricketts. Um, 
56-year-old Don Ricketts was out driving on Monday night. He crossed the center line and he struck a tractor trailer that was heading in the opposite direction. Mm-mm. Now, nobody was hurt, okay? But okay. there was an accident and it was not good. Um, I want to just clarify for you, uh, just like our last driver, this driver was intoxicated. Well, what do you know? Yeah. yeah. Don't drive drunk, everybody. Yeah. That's that's the PSA that we're going to give you. So 56-year-old Don Ricketts hits a tractor trailer. Everybody's fine, um, but he can't drive his car. And he's, you know, the cops come, they do the whole thing. And he's like, well, I'm going to need a ride home. And so he calls his wife, yeah. Cheryl. Uh-huh. Cheryl Ricketts. Um, and so she's like, I'll be right there. And she hops in the car and she heads his way. But when she arrived at the scene, um, she ran into Donald's car, which was still stuck in the middle of the road. No! Okay? So Donald, drunk driving, hits a tractor trailer. Tra- tractor trailer gets away just fine. His car's stuck in the middle of the road. He calls his wife. His wife comes to the scene and hits his car. Also, she was intoxicated. No! Yeah. No, honey. So, so rule number one is make sure your sober cab is sober. Oh, yes. Well, actually, rule number one is don't drink and drive. Like Thank that's you. like the obvious crazy stupid idiot. Or real advice. Yeah, you know, drunk the crazy the crazy stupid idiot advice is then make sure your ride is also sober. Yeah, you gotta do that. You gotta cross your T's and dot your lowercase J's. Thank you. It is about being thorough and safe, okay? Yeah. Also, uh, drunk driver Donald sounds like a garbage pail kid. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Get on that, Um, tops. Now, here's the bummer of the... Well, I mean, there's a lot of bummers in the situation, but the bummer for them is that both of their cars were totaled, and they both, of course, failed their field sobriety tests, and... um, that is, they're also going to have to, you know, atone for that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. So we got a lot of problems there in uh, yeah. somewhere Indiana. Yeah. Can we go to Oregon? Where are we going next, Holly? Oregon. Oregon. Yes. Eugene, Oregon. Eugene, Oregon. This is a CSI PSA. Ooh. Lots of initials. Yes, it is a crazy, stupid idiot's public service announcement. Uh, Boating season is wrapping up. Yes, it is. We're moving into winter. Now, I don't think people are taking the boats off the lake yet because it's going to be hot this weekend. By the way, Mm -hmm. this is the last swan song of winter. The last of the swass. So enjoy it while you can. (laughs) The last of the swass, which is also my upcoming novel. Oh, great. Wonderful. <laughs> when does that drop? Uh, well, the, the last of the swaths drops as soon as possible. Thank you. Because I want to tell you about this person in Eugene, Oregon. When, when you're taking your boat off of the lake, don't be like this person in Eugene, Oregon, Uh-oh. who was okay. given a warning by police officers for the way that they were towing their boat. A giant speedboat that they took off of the lake or wherever they were, uh, whatever body of water is near Eugene, Oregon. They decided to tow this giant boat that was rigged to the trunk of a Toyota Camry. Okay. Or even not even a Toyota. I, I don't know, man. This looks like, I can't even tell. Could be a Hyundai. Could be a Kia. 
for crying out loud. <laughs> See, that thing is like, I don't know. that is a tiny car. That is a tiny car. And oh the my cars, gosh, how is it? How is it hooked on there? It, it's like hooked in the trunk. Yeah, it, the trunk is popped and it's hooked on inside the trunk. But the weight of the boat is so much that probably when this Kia is driving, the literal sparks are going. (laughs) You guys, no. Even I know you can't just tow something that big with something that small. Yeah, because. that's dumb. Because somebody called it in and was like, look, police, this person is being CSI. And I don't know what's going to happen here, but they're going to leave a boat on the freeway and it's not going to be pretty. You got to do something about it now. Okay, that person should not have their boating privileges revoked. But they didn't because they just went to this person's house and then they were warned about the hazards of towing the boat from the trunk. They were like, just don't do it. Just don't do it. I mean, it seems like somebody should, they should know that. Here's a little hint for people. This is important for you to know. If you consult your cars um owner's manual it will tell you what weight you can tow but that means you have to consult the manual you're welcome good news you don't have to keep it with the car anymore i'm sure that's available online all you have to do is search the make model and year of your vehicle who has time have a lovely day (laughs) (laughs) thank you for coming to our ted talk You're welcome. Uh, all right. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is that time. It's time to play a little game. That game is called the Throwback Live. Live. And Holly, how are we doing that today? Uh, we're doing that with a uh, very special guest player, Rocco. Super fun. And we're going to play that game. Yes. After this on My Talk 1071.